Hello, it's Renee. Welcome to the Shaman's Cave. Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. That's funny. Do you want to go? (laughs) Okay. So um, today we're going to talk about um, a very important topic um, around initiations. And um, this is a, a really important topic. And Renee and I remember talking about it before because basically we all have been going through an initiation. And so from a shamanic point of view, um, initiations are come at every change of life. So when we're born, it's an initiation. When we're named, it's an initiation. Um, in tribal cultures, uh, when a child moves into puberty, it's an initiation. We have ways of doing it in the West, but very differently. Marriage, getting your driver's license, these are actually all um, initiations um, into another time of life. And so from a shamanic point of view, when you go through an initiation, first you have to let go of anything that's not true um, in your life. And so... um, it's almost like you're challenged. You're you're challenged to to let go, and um, when you try to get physical help from others, it doesn't work. And when you try to get emotional help from others, it doesn't work. But the core of an initiation is to get your spirit to fire up and go, wow. I I don't know how to get through this obstacle. I don't know how to get through this challenge. I don't know how to get through this illness. I don't know how to get through this mental state that I'm in right now. When spirit gets you through, that's an initiation. Mm -hmm. You let go of an old way of life and you're sculpted into a new being And as initiations keep going on in your life, um, you keep getting sculpted and sculpted into who you were destined to be. And the pandemic that we've been in has been an initiation on a global level. Mm -hmm. So much, there's a lot to unpack with everything you just offered. And I want to thank to I want to just say thank you to the people on the Shaman's Cave, our Facebook page, who have requested this information, and also in the YouTube channel, we get a lot of comments and a lot of feedback. So you, if you're not a member of the Shaman's Cave, and if you, you know, follow us on YouTube, and you know, we read the comments and we respond to the comments that we feel like come really from the heart not always all the pictures or anything like that. So we want to thank you. And also in terms of initiations, uh, there's always a give back of something that spirit always requires. So I just also want to shout out to the people who have given back to us recently, a lot of donations in the last month, we must've spoke to you about uh, that, that kind of I need. And I, I think in initiations for me, 
there's always been a give back. There's always been something like you said, you called it something I had to let go of. And, and that's a form of a give back. The other one that people asked about was they were speaking uh, specifically about dismemberment. And sometimes I think people take that idea way too literal in a, in a, like there's been times when after a, a shamanic initiation that my life was dismembered. Like all of a sudden, within three weeks of, of calling upon, you know, the winds to do something, you know, I lost my job. And that's a dismemberment of a financial sort. And, you know, like, where do I go now? I ended up from there. I ended up um, having to look even deeper in my soul uh, to see where I was out of integrity with definitely the work I was doing. And I moved back to the desert and created the holistic healing network at that time. So yes, it's yes for a lot of you, like, oh, you want this, these big initiations, but I love what you talked about, Sandra, about some of the littler ones that add up to prepare you for when, you know, that soul shocking dismemberment comes that you like, oh my word, I was just, you know, I was reading this article this morning about this, how we look for validation, like, tell me your experience about it, it might validate mine. And, you know, we like to make nice experiences. Oh, we have nice power animals, but both Sandra and I can tell you about, you know, the the not so nice ones. Like one time I did a past life regression and I walked into a cave and I was mauled apart by a bear. But we like to talk about the ones where I got my horse and we took a nice ride. So it's not always talked about it because it's not always the most comfortable thing. And it's very sacred. Yeah. And it's interesting. I want to go back to dismemberment because it it is a practice that I teach in my workshops. And dismemberment, dismemberment, you can have different forms of dismemberment. Um, you can actually ask for dismemberment where you ask the spirits to actually destroy your body. Again, it's in the unseen realms. It doesn't hurt. Um, destroy your body, take you all the way down to bone or dirt or whatever. And, and in that sense of dismemberment, any illness in your body is left out. And then um, you're helping spirits, they lick your bones, um, they clean everything, they clean your muscles, they put you back together as a healthy person. So that is one form of dismemberment. Now another form of dismemberment, same thing, lose your body, go down a bone, sand, whatever, an element dismembers you, a bear dismembers you, another animal dismembers you. When dis- I, in medicine for the earth, I talked about how wind, uh, I, had, I did a guided meditation of wind dismembering people. And, um, and so in that kind of initiation, what happens is you lose your ego, you lose your mental uh, looping thoughts that keep us separate and all of a sudden you're back in that those of you who are doing a lot of sacred medicines right now understand what I'm saying (laughs) back in that oneness place with um, the creator and source and everything is unbelievable there's just oneness and bliss and light and love 
And all of a sudden, you realize that this is what life is about. And so you come back down, and you're now changed. And in a shamanic culture, anybody who went through that kind of initiation became the shaman of the culture. Because when they came back, um, after having such a numinous experience, they were given psychic gifts, healing gifts, uh, to heal the people. So it was a true initiation. Carl Jung talked about um, how children have initiation dreams. And again, from a shamanic point of view, um, uh, dismemberment dreams, Carl Jung was talking about dismemberment dreams, um, that's actually an initiation into a spiritual path. And so when I used to, I used to teach uh, beginning workshops, I used to teach 40 workshops a year. I did that for over 10 years, loved it. And there's always going to be one person, one person, every workshop who comes up during a bathroom break and says, Sandra, can I just tell you, it was such a wonderful experience, but I don't want to say it in front of the group. I got this bear came my first journey. I was just having people go to their power animals. Spare came, ripped me apart, and I've never felt better in my whole entire life. It was the most loving thing that ever happened. And I said, I always go, congratulations, you just had a shamanic initiation. And every workshop, every workshop. But what you're saying is true. They come up to me privately nobody would ever share in any <laughs> workshop. They always came up to me privately, and then I would ask permission, can I talk about it with the group? <laughs> it's, it's funny, even as the bear was ripping me apart that time, it was very loving. Right. And I've had the other kind, too. Um, you said that they're not painful. Mine was, maybe it wasn't so painful, but it was debilitating. Um, after I had had this really big dismemberment, I was... In a, a sitting in a lecture, and all of a sudden, I was taken on this journey. Why I don't know what they were doing in the rest of the room because it wasn't that type of. It was a lecture, and um, I, after I was put back together, my friends literally had to carry me out from the room, you know. And I was put into bed where I stayed for many days, and I kept trying to prove it didn't happen. Even we have to validate for ourselves. I kept trying to lift the coffee table, and it was like. I had had a hysterectomy in the vision. Actually, a black mass was removed from, you know, my, my ovaries, my womb. And, 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 and then I was sewn back together with arrows and it was, it was really, but I kept trying to unprove it. And I think we do that a lot where, you know, if you hadn't validated that experience for the woman, she might've like gone and said, Oh, well, that didn't really happen. Or, you know, we try to, we try to outthink these other experiences as, as there's some other thing instead of this happens in nature. This happens, you know, if you look out the, the yard, it's being dismembered right now in the fall. It happens. And right. to be able to start to trust those experiences as your own and feel comfortable enough to share them or not. And I always suggest to my students, don't share it until you've integrated it a little bit into your beingness so that somebody else with their opinion doesn't bounce off your experience and say, 
because a lot of people say, oh, this is what this is, this is what it is, or blah, 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 blah. I always request that people say, if this was my dismemberment experience, then this is how I would interpret it instead of telling other people how to interpret their own experience. Yeah, yeah. There's big lessons in that. Um, really big lessons in that. I, I actually how how I actually got ill was I was teaching a Zoom class for 1,300 people, and uh, they were all on, most of them were on Facebook. And I went through every day to look at the comments, and everybody was giving people the wrong information. Mm -hmm. I had to keep educating people, thousands of people, every day. All these comments, you're, you're giving the wrong information. We we tend to like to disempower people, and and that shows the person who has not been through an initiation. And so, going back to nature, like what Renee uh, you just shared, um, I like to talk about like the Grand Canyon because if you if you look at the beauty of the Grand Canyon, it's one of the great wonders of our world. Um, that that whole the beauty of the Grand Canyon was a dismemberment of rock, of the the wind coming through, the water coming through, and sculpting this amazing uh, being. So how I like to describe initiations is even though they don't feel good, and I don't feel well in my initiation, um, uh, what they're doing is they're sculpting you into your true beauty. And so when you think about the pandemic, the pandemic threw up into all of our lives what, what's truth, and I'm not talking about political truth, medical truth, I'm talking about spiritual truth. Who am I as a spiritual being? And so when you go through that kind of shock, that kind of initiation, and we've seen it with the pandemic, people start coming to different values. Mm -hmm. They start coming to different ways of wanting to live their life. And initiation says that way no longer works. There's a new way for you to step into. That's what initiation is for. But the universe is going to re-sculpt you. And the re-sculpting, I got to tell you, it's not always pleasant. <laughs> and we saw that. And we're seeing it now. We're, we're seeing it with everything going on in the world right now. We're in a huge initiation asking us to step up to a higher consciousness, to embrace oneness, and to embrace loving each other. And the initiation will go on until people get it or uh, fall in the fire and can't walk through it because mm. their spirit isn't strong enough. The key to a successful initiation is to make your spirit so strong it can walk through anything. Mm. I love that. And if there's a lot of parents probably listening. It's probably, you know, we, we, we skipped over a lot of our initiations. Like, you know, the Jewish traditions, they still do their bar mitzvah, their bar mitzvahs. And, you know, the, the Hispanic community does the quinceañeras, which have kind of gotten a little bit away from their original purpose. But to really consider, like, how are you honoring the initiations in your own 
family, like the initiations of the first day of school or, you know, the graduations. And I mean, those are major, those are major opportunities for, for you to add that element of initiation into your daily practices. And I know in your book of ceremony, you talk about it. Certainly in my new book, um, The Practical Shaman, there's going to be a lot of practical tools about how we get back to our, our, our nature. And also, this would probably be a great time, Sandra, to talk about the new course you're going to be teaching. Yeah, so I am going to have a new book coming out on initiations, but I'm not talking about it yet because <laughs> pre-sales. Um, but um, I do have a new course, and I'm finally, since the pandemic started, I'm going back to in-person teaching in Santa Fe, and I'm very excited about it. And so I'm finally, because I have not supported teaching advanced shamanic healing online, I believe it's very dangerous because a client can get hurt if people aren't properly trained. So I only teach advanced healing uh, in person. And so um, starting uh, next April, I'll have a one-year training. It's two weeks, uh, one week, and then six months apart is the second week and I'll be teaching all the medicine for the earthwork um, extraction psychopomp the first week and my full five-day soul retrieval workshop the second week and people who do stellar and um, send in stellar case studies after experience not right after the workshop will be able to be listed on my website shamanicteachers.com so I'm really excited about it and we're going to send out a dedicated email so the way to find out about it is to get on my email list at sandraingerman.com we're going to send out a dedicated email and um uh, I'm going to be teaching at the Cheese Center in Santa Fe, and we're limited on rooms. So, um, so I really am going for people who want to be a practitioner, not somebody who just wants to uh, get a healing or take a workshop. So I'm very excited. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Renee, for letting me talk about that. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I honor that the work you do and the people who are trained by you and, and the, we, we were talking earlier and there's, there's people who are the real deal and, and you are one of those people. And so I like, I love you walk your talk. And that, and, and, and what does, does that mean for me is like somebody who, who walks through an initiation eyes wide open, you know, you don't run from things, you, you know, and that's what, that what is the difference between the general population and spiritual leaders like us. We, 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 we train by example, you know, for, for a long time, there was the guru on the platform telling you about that their initiation, which gave them the right to train, you know, to tell you about how great they were. And no, we teach by, we teach by helping people 
through the hard lessons and the joyful lessons that we've learned along the path of this wonderful road of shamanic initiation. So uh, I think that's a good place to end this call, but we could talk, but why don't you um, tell them how they can find us and where they can comment on their initiations? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you know, uh, we have our Facebook page and um, if you would like to talk about your initiations, we would love to hear about them. If you've integrated them uh, and not asking questions, what does it mean? But this is what my challenge was, and this is what I came through, and this is who I am now. <laughs> so, um, so thank you, Renee. That was a beautiful ending. And um, we want to hear from you both on YouTube and on Facebook. And we love you. Thank you, everyone.